Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to We're Not Fucking Historians with me, Hazel Hayes. I've forgotten. Shane Todd? Shane Todd. That's, that's the, the one. one. Yeah. That's the one. And today, Shane, we're going to be talking about, I think, one of the most badass female figures in Irish history. Yeah. Certainly one of the most famous. Queen Maeve. Samantha Mamba. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, close. Close. <laughs> we'll do that down the line. <laughs> do you remember Samamba? I loved her. To body. My cousin, my cousin went to school with her. Yeah, and also I sang it as if she was George Michael. Body to body. They put that song on the ad for, not the ad for car crashes, but the ad to prevent car crashes. Same within the North? Are you telling me? Oh my God, we had that ad. So there's just like, there's these people driving along in in a car and then it crashed and it's like gruesome. And then they have Samantha Mumba's body to body playing over it. And now... It's just so synonymous with that every time I yep. hear it. So people won't know this, but like in Ireland, North and South, the TV is totally different. You've got RTE, yeah. we've got BBC or UTV, but I would never have thought one of the only things that cuts through is Samantha <laughs> Mumba. So Samantha, for all the she work you've through. done with road safety, we appreciate Fair it. But play. we're not talking about Samantha Mumba. We're not talking about Samantha Mumba, although she is a legend. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about a different legend, Queen Maeve. The girl is critical. They said the guy without the seatbelt did the damage. No seatbelt, no excuse. Now, her story takes place in the first century AD, a pre-Christian heroic age of the Celts, or the Gaels as they were called. And she was a bit of a ledge. Okay. The first written evidence of Queen Maeve is in old Irish manuscripts copied by... Oh no. You guessed it. Those guys, it's those your old guys. pals, the monks. I mean, they were doing one of two things: either transcribing things, or or getting sacked, getting ransacked, getting completely ransacked. <laughs> Why did monks never? What about hey guys? What about a front door? What about a front door with a lock? They didn't have doors, did they? They just sort of had holes in the walls. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so they. They uh, transcribed old manuscripts in the 8th century. And had glory um, holes. Stop it. <laughs> no, we're not doing it today. Stop trying to make the episodes okay. weird and sexy and weird. Okay. In that order. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, in the 8th century, they transcribed these old manuscripts from ancient era, Ireland, when the High Kings ruled. We've looked at the High Kings before. It all sort of starts to come together, doesn't it? Yeah. So you had the four provinces. You had Ulster, Munster, Leinster, Connacht. And then you had the different sort of ages, one of which was the Ulster cycle of history. And she, Queen Maeve, was the Queen of Connacht. 
during this time. The most prominent hero of the cycle is Conchobar's nephew, Cucullin. We know Cucullin, right? Can I just say, fair play to you for pronouncing both of those. Sorry, I really am trying. Back to back? Really, thank you. So many thank C's you. in there. Speaking of pronunciations, may, have, a, have, a, have a little bash at spelling Maeve for us. Maeve? Well, yeah. you know, in modern times, you've got M-A-E-V-E. Which is the bastardised English version. Okay, or you've got M-E-A-B-H. Is that right? That's quite good, actually. Yeah, yeah so there's various ones. She, in the old Irish, was... <laughs> M-E-D-B. Yeah, see a lot of that. It's just made up. <laughs> so originally, the, the original spelling M-E-D-B apparently meant mead, as in the beer. Yeah. And there's, there's sort of different reasons for this. One is that there was a ritual of kings drinking beer as they were sort of anointed into their kingdom. Oh, why? And and there, that, that sort of has... Uh, spiritual connotations with it. If we're taking her as a literal historical figure, then... Which um, we should. Which I think we're going to have to just assume she actually existed. Um, it means intoxicating. So apparently she was a very intoxicating woman. Oh, is it fair to say that she was, and I don't want to be misquoted here, <laughs> sexy? Do you know what, Jen, I'm going to give you... I, I, I actually... For historical reasons, yes. Yeah. Because her sexual prowess is one of the things about her in the history books. Brilliant. She apparently was not afraid in any way to use her sexual wiles and charms to get what she wanted. And we're going to hear a bit about that later. But yes, it meant intoxicating. She was supposed to be this beautiful, incredible warrior woman who was fierce and strong and just very intoxicating. They all, they all were. They all were. From what we were learning, they all were. You never read about, you never read about (laughs) a historical Irish woman who was like grand, who was like. Fairly uh, well, you had looking. typhoid Mary. She didn't even wash. Yeah, but would, she wasn't one of the great ones. She like, wasn't one of honest. the greats. She wasn't one of the greats. But yeah, they're all like hero warriors <laughs> and they were beautiful and, you know, they were as fierce as they come. Yeah, there yeah. were never any that just like couldn't be arsed and were weak. But isn't that also true about the men? Yeah. Except that one guy, Dermot, was it? Yeah, Dermot, who was responsible for <laughs> Ireland's complete decline. Yeah, and there was Tiernan. There's, there's been a few yeah. more boring ones, but yes, anyway. So those that's the way the legend goes, anyway. And it's 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 difficult to tell because we're now we're talking about characters, one of whom is Cucullin, who was in the history books a demigod. So one of his parents was a god, a bit like Hercules. Yeah. So you're kind of veering into that Greek and Roman type myth history yeah. where it's Demi like, Lovato. Yes. There's another one. She is, yeah. Half God, as we know. So the same is sort of said of Maeve. And I think where we have to sort of, we have to just assume there were myths and legends. And then there also was this real human person called Maeve who kind of embodied all of that. So she embodied the divine feminine. um, As I said, this this whole sort of ceremony of anointing kings into into their um, king. Kingship. Kingship. Yeah. Fuck it. Why not? Yeah, yeah. sure. And um, I was going to say, we've coined a term, but that might well actually be the term. And we're saying we've coined it. Like, I don't know if you ever saw Alexandra Burke, another pop princess after wow. Samantha Mumba. Yeah. Uh, Alexandra Burke did an interview on ITV. It was like 10 years ago. It was the anniversary of it recently. And she said something about blah, blah, the elephant in the room. And then she said, I'm aware they only really use that phrase in America. So I'm trying to bring it over. She's deadly serious. <laughs> I she says, in quote, air quotations, the elephant in the room. First person to say it here. 
It's a very American saying, so I thought, well, why not be the first person to kind of bring it over here and make it into a song? Sorry, Alexandra Buck again, <laughs> irrelevant to this story. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah, completely irrelevant. Thank you for that. Um, also, Maeve was uh, a very good representation of the equality of men and women at the time. So again, we've talked about when we talked about Strongbow and Aoife and how she had to agree to their marriage for it to go ahead, things like that, under Brehan law, which was much, much, much later than this. But throughout the history of Ireland, it does seem as though women were equal to men in, in many regards. What? They were, I know, I'm so sorry. Which is, but then I don't know, because we had all those pirates taping down their tits. Yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah. Difficult to say. And their decks in cases. Well, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't have been taped though, would it be coarse rope? Oof. Yeah. Less fun. Yeah. Less fun. But yeah, so I mean, women at the time, they, they could become queen, they could inherit lands and... Okay, so there's a lot of that. Let's jump into it. So she was the Queen of Connacht. That came about because her father, Eichid Felic, he was the High King of Ireland yeah. at the time. Let's call him Dan. Thank you. Something easy. Thanks. Yeah. Dan, the yeah. High King of Ireland, yeah. married <laughs> married Maeve off to Conquabar Macnessa. Okay. Who, who, will, was, who we'll call Chris. Thank you. Who was, do you know, I feel really bad about this. There's probably <laughs> like hardcore Irish people listening being like, is there, a, is there a shame? And those people are nerds. <laughs> And we're not. If you're, if you're upset about the way an ancient Irish name was pronounced, get out and take up hobbies. That's fair. Come That's play fair. So Conquer slash Chris was the king of Ulster. And Dan, he killed Conquer's father, who was the former high king. Yeah. Okay, in battle. So I think he felt a bit bad about killing his dad. Yeah. So he gave him his daughter in marriage, Grand. They had a son together. His name was Glossna. That's fine. But... Conquer apparently wasn't a very nice fella. Doesn't sound it. So she left him. Right. She left him. But they'd had a son. Now, again, her dad felt sorry for him because one, he's killed his father and two, now his daughter Maeve has left him. So he gives him one of his other daughters to shut him up. Uh, her name was Ethna, who apparently was 14 at the time, which seems mm. a bit much, but then they only lived to about... 20, didn't they? So. <laughs> Sounds like you're trying to justify the actions of a historic nonce. <laughs> She's basically a pensioner in those it days. It does sound that way. I'm just saying, like, people got married off at 14 in those days, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. She wouldn't have lived that long after. Well, it turns out actually she didn't because Maeve killed her. Ah, there <laughs> so we go. There we have it. There we go. So, just to be clear, this is a very soap opera. Maeve leaves Conquer He marries her sister, Ethna. They have a son together. Um, and and while she's pregnant, while Ethna is pregnant, Maeve kills her. Oh, not a nice move. No, no yeah, no, she wasn't no. too pleased with that, so she killed her. But her son was born by cesarean cesarean section. Thank fuck. After she had like as she was dying, oh, okay. the son was born. Yeah. So son swings and roundabouts. Exactly. He just said to her as so, she died. Silver linings. Yeah. Six of one. Um, Furbija was his name. Furbija. Furbija. That, I mean, that's what it says here like I'm just Furbage sounds like a, a luxury range of skin products <laughs> Furbage a Furbage hamper he'll come back later so Maeve's dad then gets rid of the King of Connacht that's a whole separate story but the, the point is his name is Tinny McConry which I love Tinny McConry Tinny McConry 
Sounds like a, a, a right laugh. Yeah, I thought he'd be you have, fun. You'll have, you'll have fun over a pint with t- Teddy McCon, really. Well, you won't because he's dead now. Ah. So he was he was kicked out. Maeve takes his place. Okay, she's now the Queen of Connacht. So over the years, Maeve has a number of husbands and lovers and she demanded three things of her husbands. Three criteria. What would your three criteria be in a husband, Shane? Uh, shoulders. From <laughs> shoulders. Big shoulders. Big uh, shoulders. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think she, let me put myself in her shoes. Um, I think she would have wanted um, a, a, a tall man. Okay. That'd be good. They're um, not actually physical attributes. Snazzy, okay, snazzy dresser. Uh, yeah, um, it's, not, it's not on the list, but sure. Great singer. A voice. <laughs> and I think she would also have wanted uh, just just someone who's a bit of a, a gig. Bit of a gig. A laugh. Uh, apparently what I've actually wanted was that he be without fear. Okay. Meanness. Yeah. Or, or jealousy. No fear, no meanness, no jealousy. Yeah. Right. Good luck. <laughs> Good fucking luck, yeah. <laughs> Don't know what I remember like back then, but like, yeah, good luck, Maeve. So the last one was particularly important because she had so many lovers. She needed a husband who was going to be... So she sort of cool tricks him it. into it. Yeah, yeah, basically. She's like, do you promise when we get together you're not going to get jealous? He's yeah. like, yeah, okay, I'll try my best. Then she goes, okay, cool, because I have 20 boyfriends. Yeah. She's but an awful already lot like Shiv in Succession, which you won't understand because you don't get pop culture references. I, I haven't seen But for anyone and literally else in the world, right. she's a little bit like Shiv from Succession, I imagine, yeah. where she sort of just springs it on him on the wedding night. Oh, P.S. This is an open marriage. What? Oh, no, it's fine. No. I'll get references from TV and film and stuff as long as it's pre-2004. I'll oh, get it. Okay. <laughs> pre-2004 specifically? Yeah. yeah. Why? Don't know. That was a point where I just went, ah, that's enough. Okay. That's all. I've had it. enough content now. There's so much to go back on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because even like the 50s and all, they were running about doing, you know, making films and that sort of thing. So by the time I get round it all, I have no chance. Like, yeah. No chance. So it's while she's married to a fellow called Ichidala that she takes Alil Makmata, who was her chief bodyguard, interesting, as her lover. You will right. get that reference. The bodyguard, Whitney Houston, Kevin Costner. Oh yeah, I was about to burst into it. Great. Yeah, I haven't seen the film, but I love the song. love a lot of Whitney's work. Great. Yeah. I was so, I'm just so happy that you get that. Yeah, yeah. So she falls in love with her. Well, I don't know that she fell in love with him, but she. And you know why? She fell with him. Probably because he had great shoulders. Probably just really broad and shoulders. That's the only thing I want in a man. I feel like I've learned a lot about you today. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she, she takes him as her lover. Alan is his name. Quite close to Alan. Alan. Yeah. Just call him Alan. Call him Alan. Fucking. Okay. Ike discovers the affair. He challenges Alan to single combat and he loses. So Alan marries me. Such an embarrassing move. I know. (laughs) Come and say it to my face. He's sleeping with your wife and you're like, oi, fight me. And he's like, okay. And then he just beats you. (laughs) Alan is now the king of Connacht alongside Maeve, who's the queen. They have seven sons, Maeve and Alan. They're all called Maine. Maine? Yep. But actually, there's a story behind that. They did have other names, but... When Maeve asked a druid about her future, she was told that one of her sons would kill Conquabar. Right. And he said that that son would be called Maine. So she went away and named all of her sons, renamed them Maine, because none of them were called Maine at the time. Yeah. So rather than pop out another one, she just went and called the all, all the existing ones. 
interestingly enough, the prophecy was fulfilled when one of her sons did kill Conchobar, but it was a different Conchobar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Them druids, man. Yeah. They'll get you. Yeah. Prophecies never work out the way they say that they're going to. Conchobar such a specific name that probably the first time you meet someone else called it, you go, this is the guy I'm supposed to kill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. probably. That must be what happened. How raging are you when you go, there's actually another Conchobar knocking about? Yeah. yeah. We're into now Maeve's most famous story, which is the the cattle raid of Cooley, also known as Tonbo Coolnya. And we're going to go into that after the break. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Shall I tell you about a, a little cattle raid yeah. in Cooley? Yeah. Would you like that? Yeah. I wish I Where's could Cooley? The Cooley Peninsula? Is that a place? I wish I could tuck you in. What? Have a little no, little don't. blankie and tell you a little no. bedtime story. No, no, I don't, want, I don't, I don't want that to happen. No. God, I've never seen you more uncomfortable. No, no, no. I don't <laughs> want to get tucked in. I can't get my arms out. Where is Cooley? It's in Ulster. I think there's a Cooley Peninsula, but I don't know where it is. Maybe it's there. Okay. So, this story begins after a session of, and I quote, from, no, oh. different kind of session. Right. The website that I found this on called it a session of passionate and strenuous lovemaking. Right. I would never want anyone to describe lovemaking with me as strenuous. (laughs) (laughs) How is that for you, honey? Kind of strenuous. Strenuous. How's that? My back is so far. Yeah. Passionate. Fine with. Strenuous. No. So Maeve and Alan... And they're laying in bed afterwards, just comparing their wealth. 
Yeah. Which is my favourite post-sex activity also. You just Google your net worth. <laughs> yeah. Get my, them to Google theirs. My Google net worth says my net worth is four million pounds. Oh my God, same. Mine is something stupid like six million, yeah. which is fine if people want to believe that. But no, it, mine is. Oh. Yeah. Good it's weird that it's accurate. It's one of the only ones that's accurate. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> Where did they get that from? My, my, my I sent it. I sent them <laughs> my current account statement. Yeah. Just, just yeah. six million sitting in that current account, yeah. is it? Nice, <laughs> nice. Good for you. Well, you are selling out arenas now. Yeah. So that's pretty good. So, you know, we're talking about property, money, jewels, whatever you happen to have lying around, crypto, etc. <laughs> and they were they were pretty neck and neck. The thing as well at the time was a man and a woman, when married, which whichever one was more wealthy tended to dominate the marriage. That's, right. That's kind of how it was decided. Right. So that's why it was important to them to kind of know which one of them was more wealthy. So they're kind of neck and neck, but turns out that Alan had one thing that Maeve did not have. You're looking at me like you're going to say something crude. A gold bull. How did you know? <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> well, it wasn't gold, but it was a bull. This is <laughs> the... Are you joking? The craziest thing to happen in Irish history. What just happened there? Beats any story we've done on the podcast or will. Did you know I that just... the story was about a bull? No. It is called the Cattle Raid of Cooley, Shane. It doesn't matter. How could I... Okay, that was just off the top of my head. A gold bull? Yeah. So Alan has this prize stud bull. Maeve does not have one. Right. This means he dominates the marriage and she's not happy about this. Okay? Yeah. So she needs to do something about it. So she needs to go find a prize stud bull of her own in order to have equality with her husband. She looks all over the lands of Connacht. Facebook marketplace. Up and down the second hand shops and mm-hmm. Oxford Street, all the kind all that kind of stuff. There's no stud bull to be found. There's bulls. Yeah. But just not the quality yeah. that she's looking for. The only rival to Alan, and I appreciate we are still calling him Alan. Yeah. The only rival to his bull was one that belonged to Dara McFeekna and he lived in Ulster. So Fair enough. She asks Dara, can she buy the bull? Yeah. She offers twice what it's worth, which I think is fair. He says no. Yeah. They knew Maeve had more. Right. They knew she could pay more probably. Yeah. So they said no. But Maeve did not offer to pay more. Obviously, she did what any woman in her position would do. She raised an army and she waged war against all Ulstermen. Which, I mean, I think go in with a third. I think he would have accepted a slightly higher bid. I think he probably would have gone yeah. with a little He's bit higher. He's holding out for an extra 20 quid. Yeah. <laughs> and she went, no, fuck it. War yeah. on Ulster. Yeah. So enter Coo Cullen, mm-hmm. who I really think you should do an episode on. I think that I would will. be really, really fun. I will. So we'll talk about him some more. He's a lad, demigod, which, as I said, makes this whole story slightly confusing and weird, but we're rolling with it. Coo Cullen challenges Maeve to single combat rather than all of the Connacht army fighting all of the Ulster army this was how they did it sometimes they would say the leader so would just challenge the other the other leader other leader hey nice. I did it I did an inadvertent pun nice so he challenges her to single combat but what she does is you can choose like a champion to fight for you oh I thought he was saying to her like listen Let's fight. You want a qual? We're going to have a quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's scrap. He was saying that, but yeah. when you when you challenge a king or queen to combat, you can tag somebody in. Yeah, you tag them in. So she sends in all of her greatest warriors, 
but none of them can defeat Cucullin. Of course you can. He's a half a fucking god. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. What, I don't know what they were thinking, honestly. In a totally bitch move, also Cucullin killed a bunch of her handmaidens and pets, mm-hmm. which feels unnecessary. Yeah. He was already beating the warriors. You I take the rough with the smooth, though. You know, you can't. That's <laughs> <laughs> just one of those. It's one of those things. One of those things. Does what what kind of pets did she have? Budgies. Like, yes. Budgies. Who, can I just say, Little turtles. were probably, you know, annoying annoying everyone around. I see. So probably most people in he, the castle were happy. He said, when are we going to have this fight? When yeah. are we going to have this fight? You know, that's her. Do budgies do that? No, that was her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Colin is just, he's absolutely killing it. Literally. Yeah. She's fucking furious now. She's really, really pissed off. So she goes and gets the bull herself. She says, right, if no one else is going to do this properly, I'm just going to do it myself. Are you telling me she quite literally takes the bull by the horns? I am, Shane. Is that where this phrase came from? I don't think so. Say it is. Yes, yes. Yeah, 100%. That's where... That, so the phrase to take the bull by the horns actually came from Queen Maeve who went and took the yeah. bull by the horns from Ulster to Connacht. It's a long trip. It's a long hell trip, isn't it? Yeah. Could she? Did she ride on the yep. bull? Yep. On the way back. Can you ride a bull? Yep. I the right attitude. Is that not quite? Is that not notoriously quite difficult? No, depends. I've done it. Have it can you? be done. Okay. Yeah. yeah. From Ulster to Ghana. Yeah. Okay. At a gig in Cork, hopped on. I don't even know if Cork's in Connacht. <laughs> it's not. Ah, that's what that's where I went wrong. It's a monster. I know. That's what I said. Oh fucking hell! So she brings the bull back to fight Alan's bull. The bulls have a fight. <laughs> She wants her bull to best his bull to prove that her bull's better so she's dominant uh, in the marriage. I Sorry, thought yeah. she just needed to acquire a bull. Yeah. But you're telling me it's bull on it's bull on bull. It's bull on violence. bull action. Yeah, yeah. I where know. would you where would you have that? Just a big field? Just in a big field. Right. Then bulls might run away. Maybe a pen was constructed. A wee fence. Yeah. Around the edges. Spectators round it. Yeah. Pundits. Maybe they told the bulls little rumours about the other bull. Oh yeah. Yeah. He said your dad's ugly. Shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. He said your mom's a slut. And then the and then it was sort of more incentive to fight. Right, okay. And you think they were good her and Alan were like did he just accept like, you know, she's doing what she's gotta do? Or was I he... think they were quite good natured about it. What's actually interesting is the part I left out is he helped her get the bull from Ulster. Right. At one point. There's maybe with him not a lot going on upstairs. <laughs> you have to wonder. Yeah. Maybe he knew he could make a few quid. Maybe he was making more in ticket sales from the bullfight that he knew was going up. Maybe when she's away, he's yeah. setting up deals with streaming services with... Betting on her bull because yep. he knew it would win. Yeah. Shit like that. It didn't win, actually. Well, what happened was her bull killed his bull, but then died of its own wounds. Uh, Apparently it just went wandering about Ireland, wounded for ages, leaving bits of itself everywhere. And there's all these legends about like different place names that are parts of this bull that it was here and it was there just sort of a leg here or in there <laughs> but yeah they both died huh. and that's the story of the cattle raid of Cooley at this stage now the the household is equal because both bulls were defeated and neither of them has any bulls now I think it's it's definitely a lesson for couples um, couples that are maybe going to marry as well that you know if you want to ensure equality in your marriage you want to make sure everyone's respected equally mm-hmm. Um both acquire a, mm-hmm. a prize stud bull yeah. and, and arrange some sort of fight between them. Fight to the death, yeah. That's what we did. It's a bit barbaric now, isn't mm-hmm. it, when you think of it? Oh yeah, I haven't done that. 
don't think anyone thought you actually had. Um, now, Maeve goes on to, you know, live a while longer, but her death is interesting. It's difficult to know which order in which to tell you about her death. I think I'm just going to lead with the most interesting piece of information, which was Maeve was killed by a piece of cheese. What do you mean? Yeah. Which was, which was, was that correct, slang back in the those days? The correct response to that, que- that statement. Nope. It's not that interesting. The cheese itself is the most... It's exactly... Well, I suppose you might imagine it's like a block. Maybe right. someone bludgeoned her to death with like yeah. a block of cheese. No. Which would be delicious and tragic at the yeah. same time. What a way to go. Death by cheese. Um, no, she... That would be a damn shame. I'm going to give you that one. Yeah, I'll take it. Because I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm in a good mood today. Maeve used to bathe on a pool um, on Lockery, on an, on an island. Of on cheese? No, just to... Gross. Forget the cheese for a sec. She used to just Stinks. go. She used to just go out, out to Loch Ray and she used to bathe there. Now, do you remember Furbage? Yes. Yeah. Her sister's son. Yeah. She killed his mother. Yeah. He's come back. He twatted her with a baby bell. <laughs> <laughs> From really far like, away. Yeah. Like you joke, but yeah. That's literally what happened. Oh, that was Except I was it didn't joking. have that lovely, like, red waxy bit on it. Yeah. It was just a small piece of cheese. He waited till she was like in the pool bathing. He took a slingshot, which is very Bart Simpson 90s style. (laughs) I knew you'd get that reference because it's pre-2004. A slingshot with just like a a little like really hard bit of cheese. Yeah. And he slung it at her head and she died. I mean, it's such a... It's a it's a cheeky move on his part, yeah. But also, like you know, that's the sort of thing. Like she's probably at that stage. You doing her, if you can be killed by a, a bit of cheese, he's yeah. probably doing her a favor at that stage. Why cheese? I would lo- like. I wish. I wish almost like retroactively, I'd have added some like information about cheese early on, so yeah. that it was kind of poetic. Like it was yeah. he was avenging his mother's death, but also I don't know. Like Maeve had like force fed him cheese no, I as think a I know child what, what I think you know the way Alan's always looking to make a few quid on the side yeah I think he spread the rumour that that's what it was and just before that he had bought a lot of shares in um, a, ch- a cheese company right so he's putting it in everyone's head oh the cheese killed cheese should die by cheese he's going cheese is delicious isn't it You've said cheese so many times now that the word has lost all meaning. But it's got in everyone's head. Yeah. And then... But everyone's at home and I think, God, I love a bit of cheese. Yeah. But I, mo- I would love a bit of cheese now. But a month later... Yeah. He All of a sudden, well, I've said about his stall here. What's he selling? Cheese. Cheese. And everyone's been talking about cheese for the last few months. Right. Makes it kill him. Literally. Yeah. Now, last thing I would like to talk about is Maeve's grave. Maeve's grave. <laughs> Great Sounds name. like a 90 sitcom. <laughs> Great name for a nightclub. Yeah. Off down Maeve's grave. For a rave. The Great Carn of Knocknaria is the largest and most visible Neolithic monument in the west of Ireland. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. There's a fact. Huge monument. Do you know those old, like it's, it looks like a hill for all intents and purposes and the top of it's like totally flat. It's like yep. got a table sort of top on it. Yeah. But then you go in and all the graves are in it in underground passages. This is how the Neolithic um, tombs were built. Built between 3500 and 3200 BC. That's so long ago. Yeah. Wow. It's one of the best preserved monuments of its kind remaining in Ireland. So it's still very well preserved. And apparently her 
her, her body's in there. She's in there. Her carn, carn is what it's called. The court carn is a different type. Um, it's in the westernmost portion of the complex and the passage and the chamber have remained hidden since prehistoric times, which begs the question, how do we know she's in there? Yeah, well, and imagine being the first, imagine being the first person to prize that open. Oh, smell like a bag of quavers the way she was getting on. Like old cheese. Yeah. I think uh, that's somewhere we go. Oh when, my God, when we I land the TV to. version of this. Yeah. yeah we should do a podcast there. from Maeve's, Maeve's grave. Yeah. Maeve's grave. It's 60 metres in diameter, 10 metres high, estimated to contain 30,000 tonnes of stone, which when you think about it, people had to physically move. So there's like a crater nearby in a quarry where they took the stone from there to build the carn. And you can just, you can still see the a bit of the hole where they had dug out the stone all that time ago, thousands of years ago. So it was actually, little fact for you, built for the king of Connacht, Owen Bell. He was killed. Owen Bell? Owen Bell. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like a historic name at all. His kid was called Baby Bell. He was killed in the Battle of Sligo Fantastic. in 531 AD. And apparent, as legend goes, he commanded his followers to take his body up the mountain and bury him standing upright <laughs> in the tomb. Why are you He's poor mad. <laughs> He's like, when I'm dead. He wanted to be, he wanted to be, um, buried standing up with his armour on yeah. facing his enemies with his spear See, in his hand. That's what I want. Don't we all? Yeah. Actually, no one Owen Bell. It's Warren Bell's brother. I don't, you don't know Warren Bell. But, I don't know Warren or Owen. But, that's, but I, know, I do know oh, Owen well, Bell. He's named, after, he's named after the King of Connacht. Yeah. The ancient King of Connacht. So apparently Maeve is buried the same way as as the king. She asked to be, to be buried standing upright. She's got her armour on and she is facing her enemies in Ulster. So the legend goes. I mean, again, we haven't gone inside, so it's difficult to say. We will, though. We will. We fucking should. We will. <gasps> In the Big dead of night. budget TV show. Yes. Head torches on. Yeah. Oh, let's excavate. Let's dig up. Well, I mean, I kind of feel like maybe they should have dug her up because that would be really cool. We'll do it. We'll do it on know, our TV but show. But then also maybe just leave the poor woman alone. Yeah. She kind of went through a lot. Um, we'll dig her up and do like a weekend of Bernie's thing. Oh my god, I would love that. <laughs> well, that that's the it's, that's the again, show. It's so funny that you reference Weekend at Bernie's, yeah. which was about fifty years ago. <laughs> yeah. But I love that film, though. It was closer <laughs> in time to the story we've just talked about than nowadays. Yes, you know, true. Imagine Weekend at Bernie's with Queen Maeve, pair of yeah. sunglasses, yeah, yeah. We, we pair of high heels on her, yeah, strings on her arms, yeah. You get strings. one, you get one, like, like G strings. <laughs> <laughs> Or she might be buried under a slab in Ross Common. Nah. Difficult to say. Cool. I think let's go with the, the big one where she's standing up. Now, last thing, last thing. I did say that was the last thing, but this actually is the last thing. The last thing I want to mention is the Tawn March, which I just fucking love. Since 2011, the Cattle Raid of Cooley is reenacted every year. Since 2011? Just 2011. <laughs> Just 2011. So in 2011, they decided... This is the year. This is it. We've Guys, we've been preparing for this. Come on. <laughs> you know the drill. And this group of what are called, again, I'm quoting here, hardcore history buffs is how they're described. <laughs> guys, it's 2011. <laughs> let's, let's commemorate. <laughs> <laughs> this tradition goes back 
oh, to the year AD Shane, 2011. I want to do the Tawn March with you. <laughs> I'll do it. They get dressed up as the Warriors. Queen Maeve is at the front. I could be Queen Maeve. Maybe, I don't know, maybe you have to be from there to be to be Queen Maeve. And they she leads the troops and they, they, they do the walk. They walk, a, <laughs> apparently... It takes four days and it's 150 miles. Oh, and they, fuck that. They walk, from, <laughs> they walk from Connacht to Ulster where she went. Or maybe Ulster to... I don't know. But they walk where she walked with the bull. If you do it, give me a shout when you get to Ulster and we'll go for a coffee. <laughs> but I'm not going We'll go halfway and stop for a pint. <laughs> I'll do that. I'll do that with you. Yeah. So that's the Tall March. I would I would love, I would love to see that. There's Did pictures. You? There's pictures on... If you Google the Tall March. Oh, I can March. imagine. I can imagine. Yeah. Can you? We've been doing this every day. Doing Once this, a year. Doing this for 10 years. For now. the last decade. Oh, it goes way back. 2011. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they chose 2011. Let's if, get one of them on. If you are listening if to this and it. you're a participant in the Town March, we want to hear from you. That was a great story. I, li- I like the Thank bullfight. You. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't like it. No, sorry. No. Let me... <laughs> Let me take just a, just a second clear. Yeah, 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 yeah. to condemn bullfighting. Actually, yeah. I actually don't endorse bullfighting. We, we don't ourselves. Well, you do, but yeah, I don't. Well, separate story. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was fun. I like Maeve. I like the story. I love the Tawn March. Yeah. And um, we'll see you there. We'll see, we'll see you I all there. I think we might just see you there next year. Yeah. yeah. Get right. involved. They're going to have a lot more people turning up next year. going to be like, where are yeah. those people coming from? There's going to be four of them. <laughs> And with that, <laughs> I've been Hazel Hayes. I've been Sheen Todd. We are on the socials. All of them. Hashtag WNFH, mm-hmm. Shane Talk Comedy, The Hazel Hayes. Find us, chat to us. We also have email now. Hello at nothistorians.com. That's the one. And until next time, remember... We're not fucking historians. We're Not Fucking Historians is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. The Great Carn of Knockner, Knock, 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 Knock. Having a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>